Hello and welcome to Beyond Top 10 Tennis. My name is Dr. Ashley Morgan Burge and I'm your host. I'm the author of 11 books, a CEO of 12 years, the founder of a startup set on data privacy, most specifically though, an elite performance coach of over 18 years, having worked with athletes throughout Europe, the United States to Australia. I am very proud to say that I am the world's leading scientist on coach and athlete performance, specifically in tennis, being responsible for uncovering how to develop a top 10 tennis ranking. My work includes mitigating injuries through to pathways specifically designed to develop top 10 tennis players. I'm behind theories such as the optimal performance theory, the V by Dr. B to the rule of transference. I've coined terms from the barrier breaker to the golden rule. And if you've been following along, thank you so much in advance. I hope we've been getting better. But if this is your first time tuning in please don't be shy and send it through Um, as has become custom in each episode we dive into one of my books and really dig in a little bit deeper and draw out additional insights and today's no different we've been focusing on the secrets to optimal performance success a comprehensive discussion on developing elite coaches and players and it is or was my first book published Published and perhaps one of my favorites for just really good reasons if you've been following along because it really sets the foundations right to develop that top 10 tennis ranking and look today's episode I'm really excited to talk through with because not only is it fundamental at all stages of the I guess the playing cycle but it is a key ingredient it is fundamental in fact, uh, to develop a top 10 tennis ranking. So buckle in and enjoy the ride. Today's episode is on balance and look, we're following along on the functional movement trail, I guess. Um, Previous episodes, we've touched on everything from momentum, uh, power, range of movement to your center of gravity. So if you're only tuning in now, please be sure to check out, you know, center of gravity to range of movement. They are absolutely fundamental and then momentum to power. They are, I guess, the precursors to today's episode because this whole chapter is designed on functional movement and it is absolutely just essential to developing not only elite athletes, but any athlete um, in that respect. Specifically, if we're looking at mitigating injuries, which I think if you are that player, that's what you're all about. And you know, Again, if you're just tuning in, I have been that player. Um, Having even played in the NCAA, I understand, I guess, that playing life cycle or that duality um, in respect to being that uh, academic and athlete. Um, Irrespective though of that, balance 
is fundamental and functional movement patterns are often uh, forgotten, <laughs> not discussed, but that's also because it's, it's not essentially uh, ingrained into a coach education uh, framework or we call uh, their personal pedagogy. Now, not only do we look at, I guess, you know, how a coach comes to be and, you know, their resources that allows them to become an incredible coach, hopefully, uh, there's a, a very significant knowledge gap in that respect. And this is, um, if you are a coach uh, out there listening, you know, please bear with me. But specifically for the parents, uh, players, athletes out there, um, it's so fundamental to have a coach that is not only privy to this type of knowledge, but they're actively looking for these resources. Um, Oftentimes there's a gap there for players who were really good players, but we know there is actually a significant reason why they never progressed to develop that top 10 tennis ranking as an example obviously if you have a coach who has been ranked inside the top 10 there's actually also a discrepancy there as well because just because you are a player to be able to get inside the top 10 you also obviously need a coach huh there, there are different, obviously, relationships out there and different discrepancies, uh, different performance indicators. Um, that, that's a, another can of worms, so to speak. Though, when we're looking at specifically developing functional movement patterns, and you know, today we're really focusing on balance or trying to here, um, it's, it's in- integral to have that, I guess, partnership that is privy and um, aware of those just those key performance indicators that are responsible for developing the best players in the world irrespective of atp tour wta tour there's actually uh no difference um contrary to whatever you may or may not have been told there is no difference when we're looking at developing top 10 tennis players now when it comes to i guess functional movements it's not only it's up to the coach but also to that athlete the player the parent to make sure you're doing your own due diligence in respect to finding the right coach for you so if they have upskilled if they are privy to the knowledge and i think a really good start is here without being uh, biased is that if they have access to the resources at ama international and i say that um with just complete transparency and respect because that's the only place they're available, but also the only uh, coach education texts that incorporate these um, key principles. And I've been so fortunate to be able to develop them, but they were also developed from that coach and athlete mentality, having been that player that got really injured um, that's obviously been touched on in previous episodes but also as that coach who has been able to work with just wonderful players um, in Australia through Europe to the United States and with wonderful results I think some of my favorites have been able to work with athletes for such a short period of time days to up to uh, merely weeks and for them to obviously reach a peak performance level with what you know the best wins of their career just because they've been uh, uh, 
they're re-establishing new foundations um, and it's so fundamental to be able to articulate that in the way that's designed for that athlete. And that obviously speaks to the data and the research. I'm very fortunate to be able to put my coaching hat on at times and help implement that. So for the athletes, players, parents out there, it's so key to have a coach that has that type of, I guess, ingrained pedagogy there. And if you are that coach out there, please incorporate, I guess, these fundamental facets into your own coaching practices, uh, also to write your pedagogy. So your individual or um, just uh, your philo- philosophical beliefs, if you like, there, there are, and the discourses associated with that. Uh, there are varying uh, connotations. That's not what today's about. So when we're really looking at functional movement and balance, it it can be applied to each and every part of your game. Uh, Balance, obviously, uh, as a human, and again, we like taking that humanized approach, is it's in each and everything we do and each and every day, um, you know, unless you want to be falling over. (laughs) So if you want to maintain a level of control of your body, balance is fundamental. But that's where your center of gravity comes in. So in that, and again, we've touched on your center of gravity and its importance and, and its applicability. So please, if you want to refresh it, tune in there. And then comes obviously your range of movement. Now you need to be able to control your center of gravity to increase that range. Now your range of movement, I guess, um, is parallel with, let's say your ground strokes to your serve and your capacity to progress through, to reach that new um, level in, in that specific specific performance parameter. And that's when you get to, if you have that range there, your center of gravity there, you can integrate momentum where you're working through the shot, through your movement, through the ball, irrespective of what shot you're playing, specifically in tennis here. And then once you've mastered that, you can start integrating power. (laughs) You see where I'm going here. So, and power is absolutely, I think, fundamental to, I guess, reaching that next peak performance because power, I think, is um, it's a differential to each and every player depending on their capacity to produce a power at a certain moment in time. Now, it's also um, a progression. So the level of power you output as a 12, 13-year-old is going to be quite different to that 17, 18-year-old and even more so to that 25-year-old and so forth. And as you become, I guess, older in that respect and more experienced, you will excel um, with different dynamics there and rely more so on your balance to be able to uh, apply specific uh, shots whilst integrating dynamic balance which is quite exciting so you can see there how these each of these terms are functional movement I guess patterns and they rely upon the athlete the player incorporating these functional movement I guess keys to patterns in their game in their framework to be able to produce the next because if you misplace one you become more susceptible or you could rely on one more than the other now this does seem quite complex in a way but we it's really easy to simplify it it's a step-by-step uh, process and I think that's where um 
the secrets to optimal performance success are get it right because it's a step-by-step process it's not saying let's do all of this this week and we're going to master it it's more so saying okay we're going to be working on our center of gravity and it's going to take time it's going to take probably a couple of weeks and then we're going to integrate our range of movement and be more conscious of that another couple of weeks and then we're going to move the marker and increase our level of progressions there just on those two functional movement uh, parameters and we're going to increase our level of skill whilst focusing on these functional movements um, patterns and then you'll get to the point where you can't integrate momentum and then and so on obviously power and I think that the best part and how we come full circle here is that balance remains a consistent aspect irrespective if you're working on that Uh, balance is fundamental to producing a functional movement and it allows the player athlete to remain more conscious of not only their footwork but their core so their center of gravity um, their shot production so their range of movement there and their momentum and ironically to produce and excel and move the marker forward with that uh, level of power output balance also plays a role so it is um everything is incorporated here when we're looking at functional movement and developing the athlete as a whole specifically focused on developing that top 10 tennis ranking and how we get there is integrating this now Uh, and now when i say now it could be if you are that you know 10 11 12 year old or it could be your, that 18, 19 year old. But the benefit of integrating it sooner rather than later, and we previously touched on this, is that there's no need to regress. Um, there comes points where you, you see a player drop backwards, and that's oftentimes a result of them needing to rework, recondition a new skill, which means they need to pull it back before they can go forward so it's it's the whole you know one step back two steps forwards though in the elite sporting spectrum that can um, have quite significant ramifications in respect to results and rankings and so forth though so it's it's less of a brunt uh, to take if you're developing it from earlier on but if you are that you know 18 19 year old that 24 year old it's okay it's only is a slight regression now if you really focus on it and fine-tune it not only is your game better off are you better prepared at mitigating injuries which is great and again not having your uh, game career derailed by that so it's a safeguard in a really good way but you're also uh, putting in the foundations there um, to ascend towards the top 10 Now, there's no guarantee unless you're obviously putting in the work. If you want to uh, build the foundations that correspond, obviously, with those functional movement patterns, the earlier you get to put in the work, the more autonomous it becomes and the more, I guess, easy it becomes to implement on a regular basis. 
which is absolutely fundamental. Now, touching on obviously, we want to develop athletes and players with the capacity to develop a top 10 tennis ranking. Functional movement is only one element. Obviously, the V by Dr. B there to the rule of transference to the golden rule, Barry Berger, all of those different terms that have been coined um, feed back into that. And that is why we talk about. Um, so please bear with me if this is your first time tuning in, how we've previously touched on that 10-year pathway because you need to be able to dedicate that initial 10 years of building blocks, so to speak. Now, you could be again like that, let's say that 10-year-old. So when you get to 20 years of age, you've got those you know, those solid building blocks in play where you're ready to reach that peak performance level on tour as well. So you could find yourself ranked, you know, 80 in the world, 60 in the world, 40 in the world if you're lucky. Um, and that's when the next 10 years come in. So it's the 20 year um, life cycle. And then you've got that 10 years of that peak performance of play. And look, some athletes these days last even longer, which is wonderful. But this is just a, a simple benchmark to set you up for as a minimum. But if you're able to start as that seven, eight year old, progressively building the foundations with time, you need that 10 years. Um, oftentimes what happens and it's a little bit ironic in this respect. You see um, a lot of athletes winning, you know, Wimbledon, the US Open, the Australian Open, the French Open, the junior championships. Now, rarely does that uh, cross over, unfortunately and, and sadly, to um, the senior tour. And oftentimes what happens is that they fall behind. That 10 years has not been put in and or the work's been put in but it's been too much too soon and all of a sudden that athlete regresses or all of a sudden they've peaked too soon that that's where they're, they're stuck at. So they find themselves, you know, ranked 200, 150 in the world, or, you know, if they're lucky, 80 in the world, and they're unable to progress closer towards the top 10. They're unable to, you know, they're still stuck in qualifying more often than not. Uh, they could be pushed back to 500 in the world. It's it's really sad. <laughs> and it, it's also, if you're out there thinking, I have to play, you know, the, the junior grand slams and I have to perform well well you know what it's okay because in in a way you almost have a target on your back saying if you do really well here the likelihood you're going to do really well on the WTA or ATP tour when you know you're past that 18 year age mark actually the odds are, are quite small um, we have had uh, just a handful of players who have won the junior grand slams entered the top 10 and the reason why they've been able to is obviously they've put that 10 year uh, work in and they become privy to the seven keys. Um, so both of them work hand in hand. And also they've been fortunate to build that wonderful um, relationship and that healthy, I guess, dynamic relationship there that's reciprocal with the key knowledge of the seven keys, but also being mindful of that first 10 years and that second 10 years without regressing. Now we say without regressing because you could have put that 10 years in, but you could have been peaking at that, you know, that six, seven year, for example, and, you know, making the finals of a junior grand slam. And then you either regress 
or you make your way on tour and then you get stuck we want to uh, make sure there's a continuous progression a continuous ascension towards the top 10 and in order to do that to progress towards the top 10 we really need to be mindful again of functional movement functional movement patterns integrating i guess these key proponents that brings it back to balance so imagine being able to focus on this one core element such as you know balance uh, inside functional movement to recall how important it is to make sure you are protecting yourself as an athlete as a whole to be able to set yourself up for success because what i didn't mention earlier is why when that 10 years is not put in initially and that it follows if it does not follow the pathway a lot of these players succumb to injury and i'm sure again if you are that athlete and you're at least you know that 16 17 plus mark there's a very good chance that you know what i'm talking about when it comes to injuries and or if you've suffered one or you've had to already have surgery which is again very sad now it's okay if you've had surgery of course you can come back but there is that regression there that we spoke about and that does happen but use it as i think a stepping board to implement i think the seven keys and those functional movement patterns specifically balance to get to the level i guess you aspire to get to so use that i guess that time off that regression to your advantage rather than implementing and practicing the same things you were prior to that injury so use it as a a healthy opportunity but if that has not happened yet good it's able to mitigate those injuries so <laughs> we could go on and on about this but i think it's it's important for today's episode to really touch on i guess some key i think um, parts of this chapter so look if you want to follow along we're on page uh, page 119 so bear with me here we go and i'll share additional insights the essence of human movement is centered on functional movement how the body moves in its natural state without being compromised stressed strained pushed or pulled beyond its limits reflects the bodily free movement and how the human body was designed to function i absolutely love that hopefully it resonates with you whether you are that parent coach player athlete it is so critical and i think a, a really important part here is that bodily free where you absolutely feel free in your movement and open but also uh, being touched on is stressed or strained or pushed or pulled now i think there are so many um techniques out there where an athlete could feel just overstrained which means and it feeds back into that range of movement has not been progressed it hasn't been developed uh, steadily you can look at stressed as well where there's too much load on the body where you can be absolutely just really tight and stiff or exhausted after a training session or just after a few weeks you're doing too much and whatever i think specific technique you're working on your body's saying i'm not okay with this this, this is not working for me let's find what works with my body now again with the pushed or pulled 
it's like a strain there and that looks at are you into integrating momentum into your brain momentum allows you to flow freely if you're holding back you're pulling back or if you're overextending you haven't developed that range so that just the pulling the, just the overreaching so and that is why it's so i think fundamental to be mindful of the slow and steady <laughs> as long as steady wins the race right and you've got 10 years it's not about doing i need to do this all this week it's taking it um that staggered approach that i like talking about and again it's so important to be mindful of this specifically if you're looking at becoming a professional athlete or player and making your way on tour and progressing from you know that 800 ranking towards a 500 then towards 300 that's what it's all about and being mindful of that okay essentially functional movement is a conditioned state but one that comes with ease and fluidity something that is often overlooked which is so important again it's easy it's fluid it's not meant to be hard i love this saying and i say this i think to every player i work with tennis is not meant to be hard it's meant to be simple and that's why it's so important to find the coach that can make it simple for you although the body is designed to push its limits through appropriate conditioning the body can do so without compromise stress strain and handle pushing extension and pulling retraction movements a result of the body's adapted condition state equipped to handle such forces and i think the biggest part there is about the appropriate conditioning and i think for the last you know 15 20 minutes we've spoken about that is that you really need to make sure the conditioning is there the progression is there so that you're working on for example that center of gravity to begin with before that range of movement then before the you know the momentum then before the power then before and we're getting to it the balance so it's making sure that you are making obviously progress that you are conditioning within a, a reasonable i think level that corresponds to your you know your current ability the conditioning of the human body incorporates the ability to control the center of gravity a key component in human performance through control of the center of gravity an athlete substantially <laughs> substantially and subsequently acquires balance which is so important and here we go we're getting to it balance is an essential performance indicator in sporting performances from developmental through to the elite level athletes balance comprises a key criterion for optimal performance outcomes and the technique parameters required to produce the desired performance I can I cannot overstress this enough the importance and balance in each and every aspect of your game and it is fundamental to be incorporating that into your conditioning. However, balance is a direct result of movement control. 
<laughs> Without balance, an athlete player would not be able to successfully, successfully <laughs> produce their intended performance outcome. A player's range of movement, therefore, is dependent on their level and quality of balance, specifically dynamic balance, which is directly aligned with momentum due to it being representative of a moving body that is in a controlled state. Now, I think that is so, I think, fundamental, critical, pivotal to be mindful of because we're looking at, you know, we've touched on the role of momentum and before we get to momentum, what we need to work on. Look, we're looking at, again, the intended performance and what you want to be able to produce and its dependency is on the ability and the quality of the balance. Now, to get to that quality, there's no other way, right? Unless you're working on it and it's a progression. Um, <laughs> you would be, if you just thought that you could produce an optimal level of balance without putting the work in, we, we all know the answer there. It's about putting the work in. Now, if we're able to put the work in, we're being mindful of that, that's where it starts. And that's also where I think the importance there for the parents and the players, athletes out there about having that just that really healthy coach athlete relationship where you're able to share that open dialogue, but also to work on balance and to make sure it's integrated into your game. And there are so many simple, I think, rules that help you do that, whether you, you know, you play with your opposite hand okay and you stay still with your feet just together or uh, it could be as simple as putting your hand behind your back that's a really good one it could be holding a ball in your opposite hand okay holding two balls holding three balls okay it could be when the ball comes this is one of my favorites is that the ball comes to you and before you hit it you have to actually hit it up in the air and then hit it or <laughs> you have to bounce it on the ground and then hit it and inadvertently it doesn't sound like balance but it's working on your control now the better your control gets the better your balance gets and this is absolutely fundamental because as we spoke about in the episode around power you know power is one thing but being able to control it is another thing it's absolutely i think it's pivotal and control is often overlooked specifically or especially in those those developmental years where it's all about power because obviously you can see power with your eyes and you can feel it with your eyes and you think it's the be all and end all whereas in fact when you focus on control uh, that's what establishes the long game that's what (laughs) establishes longevity that's what sets you up for success that's what sets you up for the next 10 years of play so for that 20 year cycle if you go for power before you've established that level of control and if you are neglecting working on your balance that's where the pitfalls obviously happen so and that's why it's absolutely fundamental to have that coach that is conscious of and privy to this level um, of knowledge Um, and when I say knowledge um, we refer to that because it's such a significant uh, 
breadth there of what's involved so we just refer to the seven keys as that um, so it's and it because it's also not incorporated in coach education literature uh, that's something we know of and that's uh, a gap that my research unfortunately has been able to fill though that does not mean that the coach education providers are um, doing that yet and it also means that if your coach um, has been in the game for some time and that they haven't been upskilling that there's a a significant gap there they are not conscious of that they do not have access to that i guess that education through their respective providers so they need to look outside external and obviously that's where AMA international comes in so if you're able to i guess build that knowledge base from one the coach so the coaches out there please do and then for the athlete player to tap into that to share to have that open communication exchange there and for the parent uh, and or guardian to be mindful of I think that you know the the communication exchange there that open dialogue the conversations and if it's feeding back into what your child um, specifically wants and or needs in respect to their performance performance to develop I think those optimal performance uh, pathways and those results and I think that's a, a really good I think part to finish on today because um, look even though there's, uh, there's a lot more to the chapter um, balance is just it's fundamental and please obviously do read on to have a more I guess ingrained I think look about how you can integrate it and its role though today's I think all have been about how it touches back it talks back to those other proponents of I think functional movement and without balance the others essentially they're not as strong they're good but balance brings them all together so it's a it's a it's a core skill uh, to be able to integrate but also it's absolutely I think critical specifically for the pathway we talk about to the long game we talk about and also I the pathway and the long game specifically towards that top 10 tennis ranking and look you have time on your side so to speak but that also depends you know where you are in that timeline so if you are that, you know, 22, 23 year old, you're ranked, you know, 40 in the world and you want to progress towards the top 10, you need to give yourself um, a roughly two years to integrate and progress. Some players are incredibly fortunate to be able to progress a lot quicker and sooner. But oftentimes that is because they've been privy to this knowledge prior and they've been implementing it for longer. So when you see an athlete rank 70, 80 in the world or even 120 in the world and they progress incredibly quickly within the space of that 12 month period, it's because they've already been working on it. They're already ahead of the game. They already have that edge we call. So, and you don't know that. So if you want that edge and you want to be able to progress um, quicker, it means you need to uptake. It means a quicker knowledge uptake and to continuously be applying it in your um, developmental areas, what you're working on to progress towards that next level. So again, 
top 10 tennis ranking is what we're talking about if you want to progress there it will come full circle different day functional movement is absolutely fundamental also to mitigate injuries but to get towards that top 10 tennis ranking To grab a copy of The Secrets to Optimal Performance Success, please head on over to AM8 International. That's am8international.com. After any comments or questions, please also head on over to AM8 International or Topic Thread. That's the only social network that I am on. Or head on over to uh, Beyond Top 10 Tennis on TikTok, uh, LinkedIn. We've got uh, Instagram as well threads and the others out there all of the links though i will leave in the bio um, and in the show notes Um, for uh, something a little bit different for my fictional release head on over to pink octopus books Um, again it's just a little bit of fun all of the links are in the episode notes Um, if you've enjoyed today's episode please do subscribe follow like that would be absolutely phenomenal and that's the same if you're on one of those social platforms networks please come and say hi and you know I'd love to say hi to you as well and I'm sure the team would too so that would be absolutely wonderful and you know look again today's all about bringing everyone together that wants to focus on developing that top 10 ranking whether you're top 20 in the world top 100 you know your rankings 900 and something in the world it doesn't matter or you're at your local academy working towards becoming that professional athlete irrespective there's always something for everyone um irrespective obviously of that level of play and that's what it's all about and if you want to help i think you know your fellow competitors that next generation of play to mitigate injuries to just level up and gain the edge so you know you can follow the pathway with them please do share and you know give them a bit of a nudge (laughs) on that note i am so grateful thank you so much for listening i'm your host dr ashley morgan burge and this is beyond top 10 tennis and i'll see you next time